0: What's going on, Rare Fam? This is Bison. Just jumping in before we get into the episode to let you know that none of this should be construed as financial advice. We are not financial advisors. In fact, we are just bozos trading JPEGs on the internet. Our risk is not your risk, so please make sure you do your own research before jumping into any of these projects and consult with your financial advisor. You know, the licensed one, not us. We are just people who love JPEGs and we're going to keep trading them. Now, let's get into the episode all right all right all right good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you are in the world my name is bison aka bison trades over on twitter welcome back to another episode of rare fun radio on today's episode we're gonna be talking a lot there's a lot of stuff there's always a lot of stuff these days it feels like we have a lot of stuff every single day we're gonna be talking about the monkey dow proposal talk about what it means for the future of monkey dial talk about ordinal monkey business we'll talk about all the ordinals fad that's going on right now we can talk about ordinal decots too because those things are cooking right now we can also talk a little bit about uh token gated utility why i'm bearish on it why i think there's a better way to go about it a better business model uh just from some recent examples we'll be talking about famous fox's mortgage we'll be talking about monkey baby businesses uh new loan analytics platform so got a lot to cover today Um, we will talk a little alpha to do uh, today as well if we get around to it there's just so much to cover so without further ado let's bring on my co-host we will have joe joining late in case you guys didn't see on twitter ain't another day in paradise without joe right being a little late that's okay nonetheless we got door here door
1: how you doing my man Yo, what's going on, dog? Every day's a holiday and your boy's feeling good, man. There's life in the market, so, you know, I can't complain. I, I mean, I guess we're in a bit of a lull right now, but it's not that bad. We're still in mint and print season, so I'm still happy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, these three mints, mm-hmm. still above mint price yeah. on all of yeah. them. Um, still holding pretty well. Uh, We'll definitely be talking about them, but we also have a ton of mints on the horizon. Over oh, yeah. the next two weeks or so, there's a ton to get into. Um. We definitely will, but before we do, let's jump into the market a little bit, talk a little bit about the health of the market, what we're seeing, what we like, what we don't. Magic Eden, actually, the total overall volume is 195,000 Solana volume. Feels good, good, man. It doesn't feel like it today, though. I I will say there's a lot of stuff that feels like it was a little pullback. Um, Clay knows down below 70 uh, for the first time in a while, so Mm -hmm. interesting there. Uh, we do have Bastards pulled back a little bit. Oogie pulled back a little bit. Wolf Capital pulled back a little bit. Mm-hmm. So even with all this volume, it doesn't feel like everything's pumping or anything. It does feel like a little bit more profit-taking volume, if I mm-hmm. were to say. So we are looking at about 122,000 Solana volume on Magic Eden, regaining 63% of market share. That's interesting. Uh, Tensor is at 19.5% at 37, 38,000 uh, Solana volume. Hadeswap. At 18.5 thousand Solana volume, uh, about 10% of the market. And then the rest is history. Exchange Art actually doing about 3.85 thousand Solana volume. That's very interesting, especially since that doesn't take into consideration the fact that we did have um, the Klanosaurs, the NFTLA uh, auctions yeah. were around that uh, about two days ago, three days ago. So that doesn't even take into account of that. Exchange Art's been doing pretty well. About 15,000 salon volume over the past seven days. Interesting. I think one one art may be uh, something to look at as far as undervalued. But with all that being said, uh, life looks pretty good in the market. There's some stuff moving along. Like I said, it feels like a lot of profit-taking volume and everything like that. Um, but I want to kick it back over to you, Dor. What do you think about the market right now? Where are you at?
1: Yeah, man, I'm feeling, like you said, it. I, shit, I, I've been even in profit-taking mode right now. So I think a lot of people go to Magic Eden because uh, that's the most utilized platform still. And If people are trying to take profits, they want to get rid of their stuff as fast as possible. So, <coughs> sorry, <laughs> that's probably why we see a lot of liquidity move back to there. But um, I just think we're in a law right now. You know, we had NFT, the hype of uh, lead to lead up of NFT LA. But NFT New York is right around the corner. So I do think a lot of these projects are still who are in NFT LA, like Planesaurus. And I even think Liberty Square is also going to do something in NFT NYC. So they, they we're in that law between events where I think some projects are holding back catalysts. And once we see them start to announce things and getting prepped for the next coming event, we'll start to see a, a little bit more movement in the market. I don't think we're back into a bear market yet, but uh, just a, a lull in the bull.
0: Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with that. I think this is just like, uh, you know, weird profit-taking. We're going to find out who just went to NFTLA to figure out like events and everything like that. Um, you know, I think that's a little bit of profit-taking. Like I, I guarantee you some of the people that bought Claynosaurs bought a Claynosaur just to go to the event. Yes. And so this is like, this is normal profit taking. This is about the the pullback zone of what I think is a good place to possibly re-enter into Klonosaurus. Possibly look to scoop some. Um, but you can see that across the board, uh, Liberty Square, same same boat. Um, you know, all these all these events that happened that had NFTs as their focus, you can start seeing it on that front. Um, do you want to bring up Joe Soul though? Joe, how you doing, my man?
2: Brothers in Arms, how are we doing? I'm so doing I'm down, very well. Doris, great to see you, brother. You too. Man. Very well put, too. Great, 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 great answer to that question. I couldn't agree more with that. With both your sentiments, I think we found a beautiful spot here. I mean, it really depends on the macro situation with our with with Solana at the moment, right? If we chop chop again, then we can see some good entries. But if we continue higher lows, man, I think we're going to see that black hole event. I think only a few projects are really going to suck in any liquidity for even worth worth a value proposition right even worth you putting soul to even make a flip or make it you know appreciate on that asset there's only a few plays i think that will that will be you know a a true value prop all the rest are great there's a lot of good plays but i just don't think we have enough cyclical liquidity to push them higher for you know a a good value prop so I, i couldn't have said it better myself
0: yeah i i couldn't agree more i think these next, what, this this whole period between NFT LA and NFT NYC, we're really going to find out, like Joe said too, I think the price action of, of Seoul, the overall macroeconomic conditions and everything like that are really going to determine what projects pump in the meantime and what projects probably just sit here and idle for a little bit. Um, that's where I imagine we'll be for the next couple of weeks. And then NFT NYC is a bigger event. I know LA was like, really good and the fact that i mean fast eddie killed it you know we love fast eddie good friend of the show um crushed it on getting this all set up nftla looked like a blast too and uh, we know we had a lot of people over there that had a ton of fun um it's great connecting i feel like it was a more boutique event in the yep. sense that like yep. there was only a handful of collections and honestly i think that's actually like a good thing that's more mm-hmm. the vibe i would like to go for but still plan on trying to go to nyc to make it out there we'll see what happens as far as that goes but nonetheless um yeah i'm i'm excited i do think there's a lot coming up over the next like month and a half that should be really good catalyst and then you know may is around that time i know it's always this cliche you know selling may walk away but i actually feel like that may be the case you know in may um i may even try to front run it i don't know what that looks like but mm-hmm. we're gonna find out in the meantime, I do think there's plenty of opportunity out there. I think this yep. next month, month and a half, will really be telling for the, the health of the ecosystem. So um, with all that said, let's get into some news. Let's get into some headlines, guys. Let's talk a little bit about – where do I want to go first? Let's go with Yeah, it was do a lot. Kwan. I know. Let's go with Quan getting arrested. Some of the biggest news of the day. He got arrested in Montenegro. Guys, if, if you guys don't know who Doquan do is, uh, leader of Luna, the founder of Luna. Um, they had a collapse in their peg stable coin, uh, uh, just algorithmic algorithmically um, like unstable where it is right there between him and SBF that like those two combined to make like the perfect Bernie Madoff of today's day and age. So um, it's interesting. Got arrested in Montenegro, not really a whole lot to talk about there. Just finally um, Justin's son, apparently getting sued. Uh This is, Some big names in the space, it feels like with all this inflation talk and everything, they're really starting to crack down on crypto. does Mm -hmm. make me a little nervous as far as, you know, more so the states than anything. You know, the rest of the world seems a little bit more open to the idea. But as far as the states, what do you think these implications are for the future of crypto and NFTs? We'll go over to door first and then Joe second.
1: So there's no um, surprise on this show when it comes to macroeconomics, your boy is not it. So my take is that of ones of who's not as informed or knowledgeable about the macro environment. But still, I think my perspective does matter because a lot of people aren't really that informed. So as somebody who... Um, doesn't really understand CPIs and uh, how Russia is no longer going to use the United States dollar for trade uh, with foreign uh, entities. As far as U.S. regulation goes, I don't I, I think it's like while there is room for caution, I do think there's a lot of advocates in crypto with a lot of capital to push back against these laws. And I think that's the most important thing. Uh, We always knew regulation was going to come down. So it's not a surprise. Um, So them going after people like Coinbase, who has literally been trying to do the legit thing since they've been established, but the SEC has severely lacked in any type of regulation. And if they're going to go after any entity for evading SEC laws, I think Coinbase is the one to do it. Same thing applies on the NFT side with Bored Apes. It's like if you we always knew the SEC was going to crack down on NFTs, talking about their unregistered securities. Well, let's go after the number one NFT with the most liquidity to fight back. Hey, seems like the best shot, not my opinion. So while we're not out the woods yet in terms of any type of good regulation or what, I don't even know what's going to come out on the other end. At least there's a fighting chance to get something favorable to crypto regulation. But in the long run, regardless, even if there is negative le- yeah. legislation, this industry is going to continue to develop. It's not a United States based industry. We'll see a pullback in the market. But guess what? I think we'll rebound because there's too many people out there that believe in this industry and what crypto offers for society overall. So in the long run, I still think we're going to keep uh, It's still. I'm still optimistic for the future, even though we're going to have a lot of bumps along the way.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, You know, in the grand scheme of things, too, actually, let's let Joe respond to this and then I'll give my final thoughts on it. Joe, what do you think about all this, you know, with these big leaders that we always knew were kind of scammy in the first place? It's not like this is anything new. We knew Justin Sun was just doing Justin Sun things. I mean, Tron, from the get-go, had a very cult-like behavior, reminded me a lot of XRP, except, you know, more in a place with less legal and ramifications and everything like that. Um, and feel like he got away with it for a longer period of time. Um, What are your thoughts on all this, Joe? As far as legislation and everything like that, do you worry at all for the future of NFTs and crypto?
2: So for the USA, um, this is how it is, man. Big money moves slow. They realize decentralization is a direct... Um, opponent to the U.S. dollar, right? And, and to banking systems in general, centralized banking system. They want you to give them their, your 10K with 0% APY so they can go leverage 100K and get their 45%, right? So if you think about it like that and they have, they have to have the ability since it's decentralized to own enough of these cryptos for themselves to feel okay and to be able to set up some type of APY service like Coinbase has, right? But not until they can't. Right. Not until they have, you know, JP Morgan bank accounts on chain. Right. We have a central bank digital currency. Great. Then you'll see the APYs and DeFi come out, but it's all going to be through the big guy. Right. Mm-hmm. And it might sound a little, you know, conspiracy theorist, but if you look at the money trails and watch how people move on the back end. Right. It's been years in the making. It just kind of makes sense. So to me, this is all, you know, it is what it is. They're going to go out after the big heavy hitters because they fall the hardest and they make the most ripples. And they'll do their best to FUD for a better entry. They want your cryptos. They want your coins. And then once all said and done, they'll have a nice DeFi set, a nice wallet set up, a nice nice ACH transfer instantly, right? Everything we're used to, but it's going to be through them. So guys, not your keys, not your crypto, right? All, cold storage is so important during these times, right? To be honest with you, not financial advice, right? But having your big money off exchanges come end of April might be a good idea, man. I'll be honest with you, right? Having big money on exchanges come the end of April is scary to me. It it really is at the moment. So to be honest with you, there's a few NFT uh, hedges that I'll hold, but the rest, man, I'd rather be liquid right now. I'd rather miss a bottom and buy back in than get burned, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, so that's where I'm at right now. I'm just very cautiously optimistic. I love this space. I don't think we're going anywhere, but we do have some time and some, and some trials and tribulations to get through here.
1: No, Joe, I completely agree with you, dog. I am um, I hate to sound conspiracy theorist as well, but it's like, I, I believe that big money doesn't understand the space yet, but knows it has potential and they're going to fud their bags until they can get the largest position in to have uh, the greatest benefit of the market, man. So that's why it's like anytime I see some big money or especially those in the media or even regular normies who don't understand it try to talk negative about crypto, it's like, yo, you, just, <clears throat> you guys are just trying to fud me out of my position. How many times was Bitcoin supposed to be going to zero since it's been established? Like, I can't... Back in, what, 2012, I recall? It's like, people were like, oh, Bitcoin's go- oh, finally going to come to an end after breaking a new all-time high, and it hasn't changed, man. A- and it just kept going up and up and up. And it's the same thing in this environment. It's like, we can't just let them fud us, us out of our bags, man.
0: I agree. And You know, I, in the grand scheme of things, too, it is like how are you going to stop crypto like yeah, how are you because there's i I don't really see a way they can they can shut down the centralized exchanges so it just makes it harder for us to get on ramps um you know and off ramps for fiat which you know at the end of the day we need to pay bills still you know what i mean but um at the same time it's kind of like well you know that's just going to accelerate the the fact that a lot of people are going to use payment methods for Uh, different cryptos as well. Like they're going to use the moon pays of the world. They're going to use astro pays and everything like that, where I think that'll just accelerate that process where people are like, you know what? I have all this crypto. I don't plan on going away from it. I am going to use it for payments. We are going to start seeing some more people open-minded to it. But I think in the short to medium term, it does add some implications. It does make things a little bit more hazy, but in the long term, I think this just accelerates that, you know, like, Hey, we need to get stuff out now. So this does become a payment network that, is you know interoperable in the sense that we can switch things with ease we can also pay with ease and it's just you know if we can make it more convenient especially for first world countries right that's what we care about these days convenience it's all about convenience so if we can make it more convenient for people we're good we're gucci i think in the long run we win um especially with fiat yeah and talking about the u.s dollar not being pegged um, to a lot of Russia's international trade, where they're starting to accept the yuan the and ruble um, now, that's that's where things, like, they're going to have all this currency war, and at the end of the day, you want to know what isn't going to be in that currency war? Cryptocurrency. Like, in the long run, we're going we're gonna to come out on top. We'll let them squabble and stuff, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, and that's not even, like, tinfoil hat theory. I just think a lot of people, like, we the people, accept the fact that this is borderless. We don't have to worry about conversion rates or anything like that. We can use it for payments. We can use it mm-hmm. for store value. Mm-hmm. And I think it does help. And in the long run too, you know, I think, uh, or the short to medium term, I think speculation on on NFTs does take a hit. And in the long run, we'll we'll come to find out like, hey, this is still fun. We're still going to have speculation everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I'm with Joe in the sense that I want to remain. This is like much more of a let's get liquid over the next month or so. Mm-hmm. Um ASAP <laughs> and then then we can figure out the rest later and I'm so fine missing out on moves and everything like that knowing that I'm taking risk off the table for me so that's just my two cents I definitely agree good takes from both of you guys I appreciate it um
1: let's appreciate get in, your takes maybe, dog
0: <laughs> let's get into uh monkey dow's proposal um oh. again Dor, I'm gonna let you take the yeah, dog. Uh, the cake on this one that I want to talk about ordinal monkey business but go mm-hmm. ahead let's talk about the proposal yeah, I'm What's excited to hear us?
2: this yeah, but I have nothing. Don't even come to me. <laughs> I'm over here, dude.
1: No, yeah. this like proposal was massive, dog. I'm talking about huge. So I had to like trim down the fat and to get like to the core information that you guys want. So the whole purpose uh, of this proposal was to establish the official Monkey Dial Collection, our OMC, as like the whole purpose behind this collection was to make monkey Dow independent because of the first we were under the previous devs, but now we're under hate swap. So it's just been a massive crap show, dude. So we're trying to raise funds through this mint to buy out monkey Dow or the SMB IP rights from hate swap. Now we're putting a two month time limit on this thing. That's if this proposal passes, which I think it will. Um, the results come out later today, but, uh, for, in order to do this, uh, it's going to be a 10k mint, but a 15k total supply. 10k of that will be uh, minted out during the initial mint, and the remaining 5k will be uh, auctioned off over the remaining 12 months. So the way that the mint distribution will go is that each SMB holder—so if you have two SMBs, you'll get one—you'll be able to claim one mint pass per SMB. Uh, those will go for 14 sol pop. Then there'll be a public raffle where you can get a mint pass for 18 solar So there'll be 5K going there and then 5K to the public raffle. Then for the remainder of the year, once again, auctions will be going through on the remaining 5K. There'll also be 5% royalties. Uh, they said in force, but there's no plans for PNFTs yet. So I'm not too sure on that. It was kind of a bit conflicting in my uh, opinion when I read through the proposal. And so uh, hold on one second. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. So that's the overall scheme of how it's going to go. Just like the short version of it. Um, but yeah, man, I'm, if they don't, aren't able to mint out or raise the, uh, the money through the mint, they're going to try to look through other means to acquire, uh, either through loans or doing some way to uh, acquire the uh, IP rights from out. It's going for $2 million right now. However, that could change. And if that does change, like if HateSwap continues to do things such as make SMB ordinals to hurt the overall brand, that could lower the price. But if they don't sell, then they're planning on to drop governance tokens to the SMB holders and either conduct some type of burn or swap or even migrate governance over to some other means vice holding an SMB Gen 2. But, yeah, man, it's complex. As you can see, the complexity of it is severely hurting the SMB's floor price. I mean, that's that's the problem, though, is, I
0: like, even with this proposal, I, I think it's going to take a while for the 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 stench of this whole takeover from, from yeah. Hades, uh, Hades Dow um, to get off of Monkey Dow. I think eventually it will succeed. The one thing I do have questions about: What's the total supply of this uh, OMC going to be?
1: It's going to be 15k. 10k will be mint, and the remaining 5k will be distributed over a year through auctions. I also do want to add in there: the OMC collection does not give you governance rights within MonkeyDAO. The governance rights will be through a separate means.
2: Okay. Um. So. I, so. I, yeah. Go ahead. Joe. Dave, quick question, Dave. This is one question I have. This is it. How can you guarantee that, that those funds will be enough to buy out? Do you have a a, a looming contract ready to go with set amount, like uh, Hades Dow saying, you know what, we're taking 30,000 sold? That's our price. Once you get it to us, it's yours. Like, how can you promise like, okay, we made this much from the mint. We have enough funds now. How do you have any idea if they're going to be like, yeah, they're going to. Negotiate with that price with you. That, you know what that, I'm saying? You're right,
1: man. That's the difficulty of this thing, dude, because it belongs to hates Dow. And hates Dow has to pass a proposal in order to allow something to go through. We saw in the past with Lieutenant Lollipop, even though he's both an SMB holder and the most massive Hades Dow. Uh, holder, he has what, twenty percent of hate's tokens on the market. So his votes significantly sway the the opinion of the or the direction of the proposal. There was a proposal that came out when all this information first came out about uh just giving the IP rights to uh Dow, and he voted no on that. So yeah, man, that that's a huge possibility that could happen.
2: <laughs> okay. Thank you, Dory. That's the only only question I really no, have <laughs> Because in my head, right? Like you're a monkey, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna spend 14 soul. I'm gonna support because we're getting it back. But then you go, wait, they might negotiate one million dollars more. They might go, ha, go f yourself. I don't want to give it to you. You can't you can never count on HGE or those guys, man. They're so, you know, left and right. So that's the only thing that kind of gives me hesitation. That's my only two cents on it, Dor. Thank you so much. Yeah, (laughs) that's fair,
1: dog.
0: Yeah, I'm I, I think I'm at the point where, you know, like I said. Long term, I believe in Monkey Dow, I know that, uh, you know, people like Nam and and all the leaders they have over there, Ricky, um, you know, Simon, uh, all those people are wow. fantastic people. Um, they will they will end up crushing it. They'll find a way to get rid of this. But in the meantime, it's, it's going to be a, a messy battle. World and of pain. I, I, yeah, there's going to be a lot of pain. It's going to be a messy battle. And. I just don't trust Hades Dow to let it go easily. And I think we're seeing that because Ordinal Monkey Business is a Hades Dow sort of project where they're just trying to extract value from SMB while they still have it. So they're getting SMBs over to Ordinal's, trying to get a cash raise from there. And then they're like, you know, we're trying to extract as much value in the meantime, because if we do sell, you know, we want to make sure that we maximized our purchase And in the meantime, there's no guarantee that it goes through. And I think that's the one thing like Joe's worried about where Mm -hmm. it's like, bro, I don't even know if I trust, you know, Hades Dow to let it go without a fight, even if they did agree on an amount. And also at the same time, I'm like, what? (laughs) From an IP standpoint, you just entangle and and let it go. Like, you know, if they want the old monkey business and stuff, that's fine. Um, but if you have this new collection, these new monkeys and stuff, who cares about the old monkeys, man, let them, let mm-hmm. them have that piece of, you know, gen one was a real thing with SMBs mm-hmm. too. That's the original dev collection over there. Um, I don't know. I just, I sitting there like, go ahead and get your new men out. The one thing I will say in the grand scheme of things too, I don't like a 15 K. I don't, I don't like it. one I, bit. I agree, well, dog. I, I agree, hate, man. I hate the 15 K, um, idea because what it does is it devalue not, I. I don't know so much about devaluing it. I think in the long run, it'll hold up the same market cap. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the, the translation looks like to current monkey holders, but what I do know is that it's a tight niche of people, right? Like mm-hmm. 5,000 feels like the cap that you can have that tight of a Dow and make somewhat fluid decisions. 15,000, if you have, let's say you have like a, a 50, so 7,500. You have 7,500 people, whereas you have 2,000, 3,000 right now, mm-hmm. s holders. That is, What's the circulating supply of monkeys right now? A circulating supply is 5555. Oh, really? Yeah. It's
2: that low. So yeah, you have to so go about a three X on well, the supply. I guess, I guess this the really, I mean, tokenomics-wise, I mean we've all been here for a while, one of one allocation and maybe 2,500 extra, right? On top of that 55. But yeah, I agree. I didn't realize it was 50. That's well, yeah. it just okay. it, it
0: puts people that have recently bought SMBs in, in the crosshairs as far as you know, like devaluing their investment, because if they do switch over to this OMC, what happens to the original investment? Well, the new OMC is probably just by order of, of supplies shifting, you know, three X higher, it's probably going to be worth a third of what it was unless they continue to just massively propel value, in which case it's going to take a very large uphill effort to get you back to your original investment. So that's the one thing that's like well, my, I want it for monkey Dow. I think in the grand scheme of things, it is the right way to go about it. But it just from an investment standpoint, it hurts because your break even cost is going to be uh, it's going to be an uphill battle, in my opinion. So I, I don't know. I just yeah. I look at this. I want them to succeed so bad. I love the monkey Dow people so much. Um, I, And I just want them to do what's best for for not only them, but the holders, too. So in the grand scheme of things, hope it works out. Ornal no Monkey Business, stop buying it. Stop buying it right now. It is a Hades Dao thing don't buy it don't buy it um, ordinals let's talk about ordinals for a second because um, uh, apparently we forgot what the uh, the meaning of burning was um, we can talk about the gods a little bit but um, I but I'm also fine with it too like I'm like well you know they should have been burned that's what you said they were but then you're raising them back up from the dead even though you never burned them so you didn't really burn them but now we're making them into ordinals look one, it's a really good liquidity event for them. Go make your money. I've, I've mm-hmm. said this for a long time. I'm, Frank is a master of, of finding revenue, finding a way to market it, finding a way to make it super propped up, super hyped up, um, and make it into a big deal. I don't even know how this fits into the grand scheme of the collection, though. Like, are they going to have the same functionality? Are they going to get the same Discord access? Is it going to be a different Discord access? Are we going to hold them in a same, like a higher social status? To me, I I don't I don't know what that looks like in the grand scheme of things. But D God's made a bag, bro. They made five point five million. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, they made money off this. Let's go. I'm I'm all about it. Um, from a business oh, standpoint. Oh yeah, Frank's oh, eating look at this. I'm just like, yeah, dude. Let's go. I'm I'm hyped up for them. You,
2: you know the Wolf of Wall Street when it's like, sell me this pen. Yeah. Oh, they sold pens.
0: They sold. pens. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like that. And
2: at the end of the day as a market like that's what everyone's doing man nowadays and anyone has proprietary blends right you can make anybody's anybody anything at all times but who can sell you that pen right and i think that's what they're capitalizing on at the end of the day they have the the liquidity there and they know how to shape it to get that extract that liquidity and it's just selling pens all day and I just don't see it stopping when when we have markets like this because you have those black holes of liquidity because if you're going to have money in a market and you go, well, I'm just going to keep it here. I don't want to put it to US dollars. I'm just going to have it sitting in this or do I put it towards a blue chip that might get top, you know, to market cap? Uh, you know what? The risk, risk like I just see that happening in, in times of uh, times of like uncertainty in the macro. It's like if that money is not going into a validator and you're just going to have it in Solana or Ethereum, there's a position. There's a portion of those people that are gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna buy a blue chip with with some of that and let it sit there. Yep. So I, I do think that the cheapest D God you'll see has been a Solana D-God. It's not yeah. going to be an Ordinal D-God, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be an Ethereum D-God. It's probably going to be that Solana D-God that was the cheapest you'll see. It's just, they have that hype cycle, man. They just, Dude, they hit it. They
0: are, y'all got some seriously strong Kool-Aid yeah. over there. I will that much. Oh, yeah. Because, um, you know, just seeing the D-Gods on my timeline, like this is historic and everything like that. Yeah, it is. I, I do think Ordinals, like I've said before, or I said it on uh the Cyber Samurai Space yesterday, I think Ordinals are really good for two things. One, already established brands like d gods like yuga like um you know any other project that's going over there that has an like established high floor and they're like we want to cement ourselves in history and we'll go about it that way i also think there's a, a little niche community like bitcoin bandits like um the ordinal maxi business or whatever it is that um the zk is doing over there i think those will do well a taproot wizard's another one yeah. But th- there's a few niche projects that I think will do well and establish themselves. But I think it'll be few mm-hmm. and far between. I think 99 percent
2: of the garbage over there,
0: um, is going to be nothing. So yep. yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what it looks like. I,
2: I don't know mark my words, mark my words. Any 25,000 inscription below will hold value. The rest is bu- is 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 out there, bro. I'm telling you, 25,000 below will hold some value. Anything over that, they're saying 100,000 below. I don't see it. I'm sorry, I do not see it. I think, I think with Magic Eden having an, a marketplace per se, yeah, you mm-hmm. might see some minting and flipping because people are getting back to that paradigm they're used to: a wallet, a buy, a list, a flip. But macro-wise, man, I don't see ordinals, any of these random projects mm-hmm. that are just getting pushed through right now, being a macro ordinal. Like, oh, that's going to hold value. Yep. Like, like a crypto yep. pump. No, no,
1: dude, d- it's not going. Dude, you're right. You're spot on with that, Joe, because I don't see Bitcoin or Ordinals being this big community-based type platform. I look at more of like fine art, stuff like Yuga Labs is releasing. I don't know if I would call it like D-God's fine art, but Frank does his thing and he does it well. So I just think those types, of, like you said, just because you release a collection on there and you're like, oh, we're going to be a hype community. It's like, yeah, you're probably not going to last. Netfading Fading You is just a different culture on BTC as it is with ETH and Solana
0: yeah yeah i i don't know i ordinals i'm over it already i uh we'll see what what kind of niche they carve out for it in the future but look it's we go through these gold rush phases with every new chain with every new mm-hmm. way to mint an nft or anything like that we see it with aptos near uh, kanto yeah. now ordinals we're gonna see it with swede we're gonna see it with whatever chains come out in the future right it'll always happen now i do think Ordinals will find its niche. They'll find its way. Like Dorian said, I think it's for fine art, established brands, and maybe a couple of people that got in early as far as the projects go. Um, Outside of that, you know, it'll just be for the establishment. Everything else is just, you know, I think it is a novelty collectible sort of, Mm -hmm. of ordeal over there. SWE is really the only chain that I think will go through this gold rush phase and still have a use case moving forward. I said this for a while now. Um, H bar would be another one that you know I I look at every now and then. They have a really good community over there, but still doesn't really tickle my eye. I would much rather focus my attention on Solana right now. So, grand scheme of things, there will always be a gold rush on every new chain. It's just which chains are going to win out in the long run, right? I think that's ultimately where we're going to end up with this stuff. So, all that said, a few more things I want to talk about. Lily is, um, doing pretty well. Lily is. Coming out with a transmogrifier, so you're going to be able to change your stuff. It's going to happen with boots, you're going to be able to change hair color, skin color. I think, um, you might even be able to change gender. I, I can't, I I don't know that for sure. If you can change it to a male or a female, that would be cool, in my opinion, because a lot of people are complaining, you know, there's no good female PFPs, even though Lily has some of the best. Um, it would be cool for people to be able to swap and go in and out of it. Now, at the end of the day, though, I always just think, um, Trait swapping without purpose is a little gimmicky. Yes. Um, it's, it's just a little gimmicky. And what I mean by that is not a knock on trait swapping. I think trait swapping with a purpose is bueno, right? It, of you course. know, that's, it's, that's good. But when you're messing with what should be collectibles, mm-hmm. um, traits, which is you collect them for the traits. That's mm-hmm. what makes them rare and everything like that. I think that's when we start getting into rarity issues i think that's when yep. we start getting into what value does not really have if everybody mm-hmm. can swap into this trait or this trait it really depends on the the ideas that come with it um so i don't know like what are your guys thoughts on
1: trait swapping um right now let's go with door and then joe yeah man I, I think it's fun to do but also as you said it really affects rarity so like if you paid i don't know well above floor for a rare one. And now your rarities are messed up because of these new traits. How does that make you feel as a holder? So it's a very thin line that you have to walk. So if it does serve a purpose, by all means, I think people are more like, oh, I got a rare one. But, you know, these trait swaps serve a purpose. It's fine. But when you're doing it just for the sake of doing it, then I think it becomes iffy. That's fair. I agree with that. Joe, what's your take on trait swapping?
2: Yeah, me and Bison talked about it the other day, too. I think it's just... I and I mean like DTP with its with its you know its home its mothering product with raindrop and boots it saw a hit on floor price and rares because of everyone just was sniping what they wanted and then flooring their naked pandas or the panda traits they didn't like so I think it's awesome for the consumer that loves their PFP doesn't look to flip it loves the community is there. But as an investor trader mindset and you're looking to maybe flip rares or accumulate floors to swap out, it kind of changes the paradigm. And I think it will lower the floor price. It may help with the liquidity and the uh, tradability of the asset, but I think it's going to lose and depreciate in value only because, you know, if that makes sense, there's going to be more things to floor causing the underlying actual value to be lower right like the fair market value is going to be lower more people are going to floor less people are going to look to snipe rares there's going to be a less it's just going to be more or less a trade marketplace right where you go and buy traits now so the underlying asset's going to be cheaper which if that's for onboarding purposes and and tradability that's great but for the actual underlying asset the 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 true value of that asset i think it's going to take a hit
0: yeah yeah i'm uh I'm coming around to the idea that unless trade swapping is done with a purpose and it's done with good incentives in mind, uh, even in the case. So, like, I think Wolf Capital will do trade swapping really well. Um, you know, I've, I've talked to Jay Shep a little bit about it, but i I wanna, I want to pick his brain a little bit more. But I think they'll do it in an effective manner. Now, like you said, Joe, I think this is going to affect floor prices. Right, the floors people are just going to pick the tr- the cool traits off stuff. Put it into one like giga wolf or something like that. And then there's going to be a bunch of floors, right? So the floors are what I worry about. And what's the first thing you look at when you're looking at a project and wondering like how how valuable you think it is, right? The floors. I say judge a project on I, I always say judge a project on its floors, not by its rares or its legendaries or anything like that. It's the floors that matter because the floors are what's going to prop up floor price. It's what's going to make the project look good. And if you don't have that, you have a bunch of floors that all look the same, um, it's gonna hurt public perception just because we are in NFTs. A lot of people are headline readers. So when you see that floor price, you think, oh, okay, that's that project isn't worth very much. Whereas you could have a Wolf Capital that's worth tensile as a floor, let's say, and then like the sickest, you know, you got it decked out and all the scum traits and stuff, and that one's worth like a thousand, right? It has all the cool traits, it's all combined together. They were Maybe there's some burn mechanisms in there, which is what I would hope there would be. But at the same time, again, it's just gonna affect the floor. And people look at floor prices. It's just people take people don't look at white papers. They don't look at like what's the value disparity or anything like that. The standard deviation between the top and bottom of the the NFTs, Mm -hmm. they just look at floor prices and they just want to know is it going to moon? Right. That's just where NFTs are.
2: Yeah. And and so uh, I couldn't agree more. Go ahead, Joe. Do it real quick, man. I think bison, the only way out of that is for someone like you, you own a bunch of great wolves, right? I just thought about this example, right? Amazing scum, right? If the trait marketplace is there, right? And you have airdropping traits to holders that are delisted and or staked in your thing, that you're getting new artist traits that are very rare and only made once. And then you can shift your, like, actually highly liquid place to where you can come in and even get sold for your scum, right? Maybe get two sold less than the the floor right now or something, but you're able to get liquid on that trait and that train goes on the market and like the house holds that trait now like i think there's ways to really make this work but people have to be smart and people have to be innovative and gamify it if not i don't like you're saying man i just don't see it really propelling force to to floors gaining value i think you're absolutely right joe i think i think
0: and that's where i think wolf capital i i think again they've been on the forefront so i love jay shep in the sense that he's willing to try new shit out and um, you know he was he was doing the block 9 stuff the first generative collection that i know of to use block 9 um, and we found out it's kinks you know props off to him i think people moving forward now know how to use block 9 and every you know the whole bid platform itself i think he's also going to set the stage on what good trait swapping looks like with the trait packs by airdropping it to the people that aren't listed Then you add those traits to your naked wolves that you switched all the good traits off into one wolf. And then, you know, like I have a diamond eyed, scum tilamati. I want to put my scum head or headpiece on it. He'll look like, you know, he has blood coming out of it. He'll look like an Aztec God. I'm so excited for it. But you know, with my naked wolf now, now I can now use those trait packs in order to put the traits on it. And then I would hope that there's some like burn mechanisms or payments that go to wolf capital in order to put those traits on. I'm sure he's thought about this already.
2: These are the questions. Boom. Naked floors, then another one, Bison, right there to fit in with you. Naked floors now are a cure in value. Why? Mm-hmm. Because you need a naked floor to fit it how you want with the traits you love or the new hot traits. You just got one out of three. You need a naked wolf. You don't want to pay to get other traits off a wolf. Those naked wolves now are floor, but the floor is hot, right? So yeah, bro. Sorry, just had to add that. This is
0: why I'm thinking like Wolf Capital is going to be like the prime case study for. And I'm and I'm glad we'll get into the next part of Wolf Capital because I, you know, we have some further news on it. I love Jay Jay Shep is literally like, you know, we don't give him enough credit right now. Man is just out there. He's trying new shit. He's doing new shit. He put mm-hmm. a bunch of dope artists together. We're getting a Bank uh Keith. Um, what's it called? Trait pack here soon. I'm excited for it because I want. I'm so curious to see how this all plays out.
2: Right. So curious to see. How
1: I got a DJ and Poet airdrop. That was pretty awesome. What did you? Dorian. Yeah, man. I got. T- if you don't have one, I'll send you guys one.
2: Yo, I, have you, two? I know for a fact this is proof you've been around for a thousand lives. You're such a good guy that karma is just reward. You get the best <laughs> luck, bro. Like, oh, man, dude. Nah, man, that's awesome, bro. Same. Thanks,
1: man. Um yeah, I I get no I only have one of them. Sorry guys. I'm not giving my That's one okay.
0: One. <laughs> that's okay. I don't expect you to. Um door, I know you're going to say something. I mm-hmm. want to move on to, yeah. to my next point.
1: Yeah, it was just a as we always talk about cleaner. So, was, I just wanted to hit on like uh just having naked floors. Um, and the v- rarity of the Klanosaur collection is unique because the dinosaurs essentially have nothing on them. And rarity is established by movement and breed. So... And the, I do want to give a huge shout out to the Klanosaurus team and have enough foresight because once you start intermixing these different armors, I think that's where rarities are really going to come into play and not necessarily right now because the floors, I mean, I don't want to say they look bad, but they're not anything interesting. But once we see these armors start coming mm-hmm. into play, even mm-hmm. one that doesn't move could have some amazing armor on it and that's going to give it more rarity. So the team was very intentional about making sure all these guys were naked with for a reason.
0: Yeah. I I agree. I I do think the fact that naked ones are going to be less than less in cost and maybe you have to like store your traits on a wolf, therefore the blank canvas is the way to go, right? Because if not, maybe you have like storage cost or whatever that looks like. I don't know. It's gonna be a very interesting case study when it comes to it, but I'm glad we're focusing on the art over at Wolf Capital because I love it. I love the art so much. Um, yeah, we, it's really let's good. let's talk about the, the platform though, because I want to get into my next segment. Um, talk a little bit about how you know, these token gated platforms that we've seen time and time again, um, everybody moves on to the next shiny object. And now we have some of these more older established projects coming out and taking the core value on some of these projects away by introducing it to the market and saying it's free of charge or anybody can use this or whatever that looks like. There's two instances of this in recent memory. So, one is um, Famous Fox just introduced Citrus Mortgages. So you can actually mortgage NFTs, which is the whole premise of Core from UGS. Uh, Citrus is really easy to use. I don't know if you guys have been on the platform yet. As far as the loans and everything go, um, you know, I'm not crazy about them too, too much because I I'm like. I thought we were able to edit the, the term date on some of these loans. And meanwhile, I'm only finding like three-day loans on like dinosaurs and stuff. And I'm like, I want longer than three days. I want like a whole week. I'm going to go back to Sharkify, But mortgages... A little bit interesting. They integrate directly in with marketplaces, so you can then buy one. You can buy it as low as like 10% down from what I see, um, and then you can sell it directly in it, into an AMM pool from there, so you can capture the whole gain of whatever you mortgaged um, and the spread, and the people get their money back plus interest. It's a really interesting system Uh that for me, you know, I tried using Core a couple times, and it hasn't worked yet for me. I don't know if it's a PNFT issue or, or what, whatnot, but Um, I looked at this. I was like, well, I I can use this. I can use this. We now have another case where monkey baby business just came out with a loan analytics platform. And again, nothing to Jay Shep. He's going to do the aggregator still, at at least that that I'm aware of. Um, this analytics platform sick. I don't know if you've seen it. It's great. It's free to use. You can literally just pop it open. You can go to loans.monkeybaby.business. It pops it up. I'm looking at everything right now. Um, it, it's a great analytics platform. This is not token gated or anything. So now, mm-hmm. this is coming to. I, I said it about two weeks ago on No Fluff, right? Now, if you guys don't tune into No Fluff. You're doing yourself a disfavor or disservice. It's one of the best spaces on Twitter when it comes to Solana NFTs, NFTs in general. Um, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right before our show, you can actually go from No Fluff right into Rarefoot. It's beautiful. But um, I said it a couple weeks ago on that space that I am kind of getting bearish on utility plays right i'm i'm no longer on utility plays i think klano came through and changed like how we perceive ip plays bubble goose is even coming out with some stuff now where their floor price has gone up they're up to like seven sold they're back at mint price um carl and and slatty and everybody's talking about you know building out the ip and stuff they they got stuff on the way i'm sitting over here like okay ip plays are hot right now in solana this is Mm -hmm. great now i look at utility plays and they have like maybe a few month lifespan before people move on to the next yeah. best thing or a competitor just comes in and introduce something mm-hmm. either better or not token gated and available to the whole use. And what they're doing with these platforms is then driving traffic to their brand, right? It's driving traffic to monkey baby. I want a monkey baby business. I have faded them for way too long. I love Finn. I think Finn is a phenomenal builder. And so on. How much are they going for right now? Uh, the last time I checked, they're like 40 ish soul. Um, really yeah all right which they ran oh, no, up dude. they, they ran, ran up to like, like 100 plus yeah they're at 4369 mm-hmm. over on Magic Eden right now is the floor according to soul sniper but um i want a monkey babe business i also want a fox they they not only have this great they keep building just consumer facing projects or products over and over and over again they also have like this metaverse coming out dude and i know i'm i i do not like metaverses i think they're kind of lame and stuff yeah i'm not a big fan of the trailer looks sick though i at least want to explore and look i've been fading foxes for too long i just think they're one of the more stable projects in terms of got great ip i see them all over the place if you open up a a brave tab on brave browser sometimes you'll see famous Fox federation just pop up um you're like wow yeah they got good good reach (laughs) over there um i love the foxes i think it's really fun cute art you know that everybody's
2: one way is insane guys let's be honest like they make so much soul a week yeah like if you're gonna put money into that's an actual business they're a business Mm -hmm. they're one of the few successful businesses on salon they make weekly the same amount that any business that's evaluated a hundred million dollars plus yep they're they're profiting that right yeah so like you're able to buy into a business for under 2,500 bucks. That's over a hundred million dollar valuation. If we want to really play gross theory with that, like a hundred percent. So yeah, B, that's a great point, dude. I think people sleep on that. Yeah. During the bear, they've they've built enough platform where they've accruing enough fees to make that much money. A week. Think about when raffles come back. Think when their bread and butter comes back on top yeah. of everything they've made that's nuanced because they had to in the bear and get creative. Like then you're compounding their bread and butter with all their nuanced little feelers they put out there that has been successful. So that's a good, yeah, it's a great point, man. That and MBB, man, is, I agree with both. Look,
0: they're just long established. If anybody's going to build it, they probably have the connections and know how Mm -hmm. to do so already that, you know, the time it takes for some of these projects that are newer to the market to, you know, catch up and learn and, and figure out what they're going to do as far as product goes. These guys flipping out a project, a product like that. I mean, Foxy dev over there is correct. Uh, The whole Fox dev team. Is correct. So I don't know. I look at these. If you want a utility play, these feel like the safer place to go. We're seeing Blocksmith lab at 40 something soul right now. Um, we're seeing uh, famous Fox just keeps putting out products. So I don't worry about them at all. Monkey baby business going to keep doing that. Look, they probably saw this and were like, look, we'll just keep driving traffic to our brand. And there's only 3000 of them. So I think they're, you know, where they're at right now, pretty good steal, And they have a really good community over there. So love monkey baby business. outside of that.
1: I don't want anything to do with utility anymore. I'm done with nah. it. Nah, dog. It. Even tiles down to one fourteen, dude. Yep. Yeah, man. That that's hard times, dog.
2: That's man, hard see, times, man. I just don't see the va- why in a in a Mac, bro. If you have ten to twenty thousand dollars in a product and you go, damn this, would you rather have ten to twenty thousand dollars in a spot soul or USD or ten to twenty thousand dollars in a product that's like, is it a pro like what? Like, you have to be very mm-hmm. realistic at this point. Mm-hmm. It's hard earned money, right? Like, is someone gonna come in here and sweep enough to give me a value proposition where I'm gonna make enough soul and USD compound to make it worth my while? And it's like 99% no. It's true, bro, like save your money, get yourself in a position to, to like, bro, if we have a red market, if we have something that goes down macro war, if you have liquidity sitting there, you can get maybe your first house at a steal, right? Little These little wins are there to be had, but you won't have them unless you have liquidity, right? The double entendre of that is you freaking yourself out, FOMOing, thinking, no, this is the bottom, I'm going to miss it. Let me tell you what. We're close enough to the bottom where if you do miss the true one and you come in when we go, oh, we're solidified at $44,000 BTC, there'll be plenty of money to be made. I'm telling you, I've been here long enough. Yep. Protect yourself and don't set yourself up with liquidity in an asset or a product that is just not there. Be realistic and be smart, guys. Yep. I agree.
0: I, so 100% so my, <clears throat> my thesis moving forward until further notice is going to be does the product or does the project have a fantastic community are they able to mm-hmm. spin it into a cult like community and or do they have enough of an appeal to be a mass market mover like claynosaur's mm-hmm. you know um, i would say claynosaur's is probably my best uh, view of that where i see like mm-hmm. their plushies their video games their everything would come through and not just feel like it's this luxury gaming market or luxury, you know, mm-hmm. uh, novelty toy, but something that would have general appeal to a wide variety of audience. And it wouldn't just be for NFT holders. And that's that would be the example of the last one, the Colt one. D Gods takes the cake on that one. Yep. Holy crap! Like, I mean, you cannot, dude, D God Maxis be going wild on my timeline right now. Wild. It, uh, some of them I'm like, what what's going on over here? Like, how much Kool-Aid did you sip? But you can't you can't say anything because they're massively in profit. You know what other project is. Yeah. And so and then the 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 first one where it has like the community that you just really want to be a part of is the stuff like Cyber Samurai. It's the stuff like monkey baby business. It's the stuff like that. foxes ride for each other too. It's finding you know those are the three buckets that I'm looking at and it's you know give them plus one plus two if they're able to combine all three of them. So um, yeah. those that's it. That's it. I don't care about your, util- you, your utility. I want your utility to drive uh, traffic or desirability into the project, raising the floor price. That is all your utility is good mm-hmm. for. So at the end of the day, floor price go up, best utility, right?
1: Um, mm-hmm. Token gated utility just doesn't make any sense to me anymore. That's it. Yeah, dude, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, I don't think uh, JShep's aggregator is token gated, but I do no, think not. there is a charge if you want to like do certain functions and that's on fine. it. You, you got, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. So, um, and I do think there there are multiple competitors in the same space. Um, so I don't think it's an issue that Famous Fox has come out with theirs and j Shep is coming out with theirs because we can see this on the loan side of things. There's RainFi, there's Sharkify, there is Fract. And all of them will coexist, obviously not equally, and the better product so far and Sharkify, in my opinion, has risen to the top, but that doesn't mean that there aren't other options out there. Uh, same thing with marketplaces. So even though there are these, there's competition coming about, I think it's good to not only make a better platform for the user, but also uh, to promote competition in the space between uh, uh, pro- different products.
0: Yep, I agree. i I agree um i just i don't know at this point i'm just tired of of utility focused plays i like utility enhanced plays in the sense that Mm -hmm. you know you're able to prop it up and like you know finn showing how great of a builder he is with monkey baby business but it's driving people Mm -hmm. to the community of monkey baby business it's raising the floor price it's it's getting people to vibe in there it's getting holders to hold and not flip right that's that is what they're doing gecko's another good you know version of that too um those are, those are the projects I'm looking to invest in. Everything else is just noise to me. So, um, guys, let's get into Alpha Corner before we wrap up the show. we got about five minutes left on our timer. What are you guys looking at for the next week or so? Um, you know, I know we weren't able to do NFT Showdown because you guys both had obligations to get to. Joe got pulled over. Um, but uh, as far as we'll get to it on Tuesday, but what are you guys looking at You know, over the weekend leading into Tuesday? Is there anything that appeals to you? Or are you kind of just sitting on the sidelines? Um, let's go with door first, and then Joe.
1: Dude, I'm mostly sitting on the sidelines, but if I'm looking at anything, it's clinosaur's right now. Specifically, not clinosaur's, but clay croissants and clay makers. Uh, I just think it's a matter of time before that utility announcement kicks in where are the armor announcement. And once they do, I really think those croissants are going to fly, and I think clay's going to fly, and I think clay makers are going to fly. So I'm, I've got my eye out on a croissant. I don't know what the utility of tacos are yet, but I feel like the... I I just feel like the first thing that'll be announced are armor upgrades for clay So our, our classes, at least. And then we'll see clay makers come into uh, use for that, and then we'll see armor released, and then <clears throat> clay makers will be used for that. And then croissants as well. So the, yeah, I just got my eye all, all on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, the clan right now is going through a period where um, we're cooling off a little bit after a meteoric rise that Joe called the bottom. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't follow Joe on Twitter, you guys are missing out on alpha. Um, but you know, I think it's going on, through a cooling off period. You know, people are taking profits. People are, you know, sitting on the sideline. Maybe they're scared out by the macroeconomic conditions. And they're like, OK, maybe clay dinosaurs aren't the future reserve currency of the world, which is fine. Um, not yet. Not yet. But they I, will be in though. the meantime. I think this is a really good opportunity for a lot of people too that have been feeling the FOMO of, of buying into Clayno or anything like that. I look at just the chart and it looks like a pretty good place to, you know, either start averaging in or at least monitoring it so that you aren't missing the next leg up, because I think there will be one in the future. We always say catalysts are on the horizon do have NFT NYC. you do have armor coming eventually we'd have the game we have i mean just so many catalysts on the horizon so i think i'm fine in the short term as far as the the oscillation goes and floor price because in you know for the most part i'm massively in profit i don't care so um mm-hmm. but i i do agree that you know clay under two right now looks pretty interesting yeah. clay makers for sure um, and then Dinos, you know, we're we're approaching that sixty range. Sixty sounds like a really good pl- uh, price mm-hmm. to buy. Claynos. That's just not financial advice. That's just my take on it. Please, we are just bozos trading JPEGs on the internet. Joe, what are you looking at right now?
2: Yeah. So for me, I, I have my exposure. I want. I have Claynos. You know, I have my D Gods. I got. I got the people I trust. I got some Wolf Cap. I got Cyber Sam's. I got every all my my. T's crossed and my eyes dotted. I, I think, to be honest with you, like a famous Fox and or MVB is actually a good good stash to on the ledger and set it and forget it. But there's a vacuum to be had at like 28 to $33 sold. And I just think, man, I'm just a permeable for that microwave that's still sitting there. And I do think this like next C wave could push us to that. And I just don't see NFTs really surviving through that rip. <laughs> Like if we go to 28 and 33 disbelief sets in, people start getting really, you know, FOMO and like people flooring. I, so to me, I, I have my positions that I'm willing to just sit on and really trust in just for either community or IP play um, or utility. Um, other than that, I'm looking really to play a sole spot long, right? Like I really a spot long here on Soul by DCAing out of my positions that I haven't profitable in on my compounding effect through NFTs. Taking that out into the spot asset and then swing longing that right now, uh, I think I have a better position to making an appreciation on that than I do on said trying to flip a project for a couple soul weekly or or whatnot. Mm-hmm. There will be the outliers, right? The, the mint and flip season is there. I made a crap ton from flip. You ain't the
1: only one dog, you
2: know. Like <laughs> like it's there, but that liquidity, unfortunately, normally rolls back in. For me, it's rolling out, and mm-hmm. I don't think I'm the only one. So I got to yeah. think, okay, times 10 on my thought process. And that's how I'm deriving my opinions on this process.
0: Yep. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, yeah. I guess in the meantime, what I'm I'm looking at right now uh, is Wolf Capital has been really fun to trade. I looked at a lot of value disparity. So I'm selling my rares right now and I'll probably trade the floors. Um, I am keeping, like I said, I have a scum hat guy. I have a scum Tillamati with diamond eyes and blood mouth and he looks sick and I can't wait to put the hat over on the other one. If I can trade the galaxy for over there too. Holy cow. It's going to look like galaxy the- for sick dude. It's so sick. I also have a Solana fur one that I'm going to keep that, you know, looks like a hype beast. He has like a little halo and you know, like a, a lip ring or a nose ring. I can't remember, but he looks like he's busting for real, for real. So um, in terms of other plays I'm looking at, I don't know. I'm looking at Ugi post um, mint mm. post reveal. Mm. Is is what I'm looking at. I I just think there's going to be value there. I was able to catch bastards around like sub ten. So, um, I think you know I have a bas- I have a small bastards bag. I have a. I'm planning on getting a little bit of Oogie exposure because look, you don't look at that price action and say there isn't something going yeah. on over there. Like it's hard to hard to ignore. Um, so I want to be, ex- you know, like I like Justin a lot and I like the, the people I see supporting Oogie. I I at least want to try it out. Maybe I flip it. Maybe I don't. I don't know what it looks like. But I, I, that's my plan for it. Is It's post-reveal. I will jump into Oogie, see if I can catch some rares or some floors or, and just see what the hype is about. Um, other than that, my net worth is going to be in Clay Dinosaurs, and it's going to be in the heist, baby. That's coming up soon. All my Let's go. I can't hardcore. wait for it. <laughs> um, I'm going to be absolutely playing that game into the ground. It's going to be so much fun. I am so excited to share it with everybody. We going heist, baby. We going after that nana. Um, other than that, I'm pretty much sidelined. Oh, the one thing we didn't talk about, guys. The one thing we didn't talk about, Iron Paw Gang gave us a date. We finally have a date. Oh, yes. April 3rd, 0.15. 5 p.m. EST. ETH. Yeah. Yeah, 0.15 ETH, too. So we're on the lower side of things. I really wish I held on to my supply box of monkey now because I think 0.15. The the variable for me was,
1: you know, mm-hmm. if we are going to 0.3 or 0.35, it's like that's a
0: little rich for me right now.
1: Yeah, but Adam said on Easy Stream that he wanted to keep the mint price low because he knows that's a good opportunity for traders. Yep. So he intentionally made it 0.1 So
0: I'm I plan on I will get one on secondary, and I think well, I I still think I made the okay decision to sell at like mm-hmm. sixty, but um, I want to buy. Iron Paw on secondary i'm hoping there's a reveal time like you know like there's a delayed reveal because there will be two liquidity events on that and you know mm-hmm. since it is more of an art focused play that's two great options you know you got the people that want to reveal it and see if there's a minting, me- uh, you know a reveal mechanism then maybe they get a rare and stuff so you can play into that and then you can also play into i'm fine with the floor one dude I think they all look sick over there. Yeah, There doesn't feel like there's a floor one. There just feels like there's sick and then there's ridiculously sick. Um, So I'm definitely over there. I'm getting my ETH bags ready. I'm definitely going to be over on Iron Paw. And I'm hoping the fact that, look, ETH projects are down. I don't know if you guys saw, but these blur farmers going crazy over there with, um, you know, Base E was down to like below 60 the other day. Punks took a hit. Um, All these projects taking a little bit of a hit because of blur farming. Um, I I think maybe Iron Pod doesn't go as, as nuclear as we thought they might. Yeah, and it might be a slow grind up, in which case I am so excited. I am, I want that now that I sold, I'm like, yeah, give me the slow grind up, baby. I I want to buy all of those.
1: So yo, I I uh You know, your boy has not sold. I picked up a supply chain voxel. I don't even remember the price. I've been holding my four by four for God knows how
0: long. Yeah, supply voxel bots. uh, The the supply chain uh, voxel monkey drop is at like close to 90 right now. I don't know. I Uh, should have waited. I knew I should have waited for this date to come because they're going to, they're crushing it right now. So, yeah, I I don't know. You go into the game theory of like, okay, do I sell now and just try to play secondary? or do I hold on to it mint knowing that my supply box of chain that airdrop is going to be it is worthless. going to zero it is going to zero
1: it's um, going to zero or like 1 dollar or something you know like it's going to be enough. that's the difficulty of it man it's right now it's like it's hard to gauge especially with my lack of knowledge of the eth space is like how high can this thing actually go the only reference i have for it is invisible friends and that's sitting at 1.5 eth now Do I think it's better than Invisible Friends? Yes, it has motion effects, a lot of things. So let's say I'm looking at two ETH right now, which is what, like 4K close? Uh Uh-huh. And will it run up to 2E post mint? So it's like all these different questions. Do I sell for 90? Because I'm keeping my 4 or five by 4 no doubt. Your boy is minting one at least. But now the difficulty, as you said, Bison is like, do I trade? that? Like that's 90 sold, man. That's that's a nice little bag. I would sell my supply
0: bot and I would definitely keep my 4 by
1: 4 And the one thing he did say yeah. is that 4 by 4 is his
0: first edition. He plans on having future and, yep. value yep. to it. Um, and plus yep. the art is just art. You know, it has a store of value. Whereas... The other one's just an airdrop that was given yeah. to supply bots um uh, by Daramola. So you know that one's going to zero. The four by four is gonna hold its value. I would keep that. Sell your supply bot and then um you get to mint one and use those yeah. funds if you want to buy two or three more over on secondary yeah. over on ETH. That would be what I'd do, yeah, I do.
1: I do, I do I really do think that's the play, man. I don't think these are going to cook up to eight ETH post mint like that like maybe not I right think away able to get it. maybe not right away no no right? oh, no so, not right away but I, I i got i'm bullish on adam so i know he's gonna cook and i know he knows what he's doing but like right away ugh. yeah i'm gonna consider listing it and and doing that but i'm definitely keeping my four by four to mint one yep that's 100 percent happening that that's no doubt
0: yep i think that's a good i think that's a good call door yeah um guys anything else we want to do before we sign off right now
1: i want to thank everybody for tuning in today it's a, like it's uh, always great to it's crazy to see increasingly more people in the chat and then people asking for discords and stuff it's like yo this is going from like two people in the stream to like a whole bunch of people just wanting to kick it with us so it's pretty cool so thank you everybody yep
0: <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah I saw who's saying lots of loans underwater for Clayno and blocksmith labs right now i completely agree that is why i am not buying right now i want to with all of my might to buy more clay dinosaurs but I'm not going to, I'm going to wait to see what those loans do. To wait to see if there's any value over there. Um, we need a rare fud discord. It is coming soon. I promise you guys it is coming soon ish. It'll come after the heist, man. I'll Give you that much, but um, <laughs> anyways, that'll do it for us on today's episode. Thank you so much for kicking with, kicking it with us this week. Uh, we do stream every Tuesday, Thursday, 2 PM Eastern standard time episodes uploaded to podcasts shortly after the episode make sure you hit that subscribe button down below if you're watching on youtube make sure you follow us on twitter make sure you leave us a review please on spotify and podcast it does help us a tremendous amount and we thank you so much for kicking it with us today oh my goodness i cannot get words out hope you have a great rest of your day peace